Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, Jesse and Kyle's back again. Uh, we're ready to get the show started off. Um, just want to say thank you for listening on the last podcast and getting us back in the groove. We actually achieved a couple other countries since the last time we were on. So thank you to the Czech Republic and to the United Arab Emirates as they have joined on with us. Uh, in our listening. So we're reaching the globe now, a total of six different countries uh, around the globe. So thank you for that. But if you want to listen to us even more, um, we can listen to us on Facebook, which we have as JK Podcast 101. If you go to facebook.com backslash JK Podcast 101, you'll be able to hear us there. And then on top of that, too, uh, we are also on iTunes where you can listen, subscribe, and download to your favorite podcast. This is Jesse, and this is Kyle. And where else can they find us, uh, Kyle? Uh, yeah, you can also uh, get us right off on uh, Twitter. Awesome, awesome. Yep. You can pull it right up if you have Twitter lovers out there. And then our traditional uh, place that we actually go live from, which is what? That's right, off of uh, blogtalkradio.com. Right, right. And you can just type us in at JK Podcast 101, the easiest way. Yeah, yeah. And you'll pull us right up. Awesome. So we have a pretty uh, interesting uh, show today. We're going to be calling it Reruns, Restarts, and a Little Something New. So first and foremost, uh, we'll talk to Mary Tyler Moore. Since the last podcast, you know, she just passed away. Yeah. Um, very uh, pivotal, or I guess you could say very pivotal uh, actress in her time, day and age, and how she made such an influence on young actresses coming up. And of course, uh, some of the actors in her time, such as Van Dyke and further mm-hmm. uh, big, big roles, had her own TV show was with Dick Van Dyke for a long time. So her passing was very, uh, was a huge hit and uh, one of those that will hurt and uh, will all mourn. And of course I know that uh, St. Jude, she was a huge proponent in that. Oh yeah. And I know working with GameStop in the past, um, we would do St. Jude's every holiday season and she was a huge part yeah. of that. I remember uh, seeing seeing her, uh, you know, really push that because, you know, we both were at the game stuff as well. Um, just the all-around, you know, really down-to-earth lady. Uh, it really, you know, impacted a lot of people's lives. Um, you know, even seeing, you know, everybody knows about, like, Mary Tyler Moore's show, seeing these reruns. Um, she was even on the 70s show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of things she was in, you know, and she was also in Hot in Cleveland. Yeah. So that was that was really good too. Um, some some newer things that she was, you know, doing there on the the TV end. Um, right. Great great lady, great actress. She will be missed, and uh, we have our hearts out to her family and to the fans out there everywhere, and we'll mourn her loss. Um, yeah. And uh, with that. Uh, Hopefully, people will celebrate her achievements and her life and efforts that she put forward uh, for the rest of time. She's one of the greats. And uh, one of the last ones is Dick Van Dyke is one of the last actors of her generation that was in yeah. that same you know, friendship. And, uh, and, of course, Betty White as well. And I'll, I'll quote yeah. Mary Tyler Moore in saying that in an interview before she passed that she was blessed because it, she didn't really go to work with different people. She actually went to work with her friends. 
which oh, is pretty cool. cool. So that's neat. Yeah, it's kind of like what we do here. You know, we're friends. We get to do yeah. something that we enjoy. And it's yeah. the same thing with her. All those actors and actresses that she w- went to work with and did shows with were friends. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, you can't you can't get any better than that. I mean, because then it doesn't really feel like work. Right. You know, it's I've heard people say all the time. You know, find something that you love so it doesn't feel like work. You know, and you can be successful that way. Right. So. Absolutely. Well, like I said, we'll uh, miss her, and uh, hopefully uh, the world will remember everything that she's done, and uh, we'll keep her in our thoughts in the future of the show as well. So, uh, yeah, let's see here. So the next topic I guess we can kind of dive into is Netflix. Yes. So I know Kyle has some favorite shows on Netflix, and uh, I have some favorite shows. Yeah. And I've actually done a lot of TV watching. I've been a couch potato for like the last couple of weeks <laughs> trying to really get some of these new shows that right. have come out on Netflix under the wrap. And uh, one one of them was Frontier from Game of Thrones, Jason Mama. Yeah. How, how, how is that? Because I've been really wanting to check it out as well. Okay. So, of course, you know, my wife wants to watch it because, you know, how, how hot Jason Mama is. You know, and <laughs> the yes, man, yes, the, the legend, man, right? The legend, yes. Um, and you know, he actually does a very good job in this role, still a beast like he was in Game of Thrones and you know, you're watching it. Yeah. So you're seeing how I'm starting how to see. Is, yeah. And you know, he actually does a, an outstanding role. Now the first couple episodes he's here and there, but then once you get to third, fourth, he really starts becoming the main portion of the show. That's cool. Um, so it's very good, very well writ, um, got a good storyline to it. Um, the characters are pretty good. They did a great job casting in it. He plays an Irish slash Native American that is supposed wow. to be traditionally loyal to the um, Native Americans in the area. And uh, he's actually uh, in the middle of a fur trade war. With, yeah. with, uh, now, now, where is this at, though? This is like... Where is it placed in? Um, like what t- the, you know, demographics? I, I want to say, if I remember correctly, it's supposed to be placed, I think, right after the French-Indian War. Uh, which oh, okay. is when the British really came in and took over yeah. that part of Canada yeah. and Michigan and the Great Lakes and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and and uh, trying to establish what's called the HBC Company, which was the fur, big fur trading company with Native Americans, the That's French right. and all that. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there's some other ones, smaller entities like Irishmen and stuff like that. I mean, there's a bunch of different guys, you know, French, yeah. French Canadian, um, all in the middle of a trade, fur trade war with the Native Americans and everything. Wow. So it's actually very, very good, very action-packed, very brutal. Yeah, well, um, very raw. Very raw. It's almost yeah. like a stars slash Showtime type show on Netflix. Wow. So a lot of blood gore, which is pretty cool. It's a man show. Yeah, kinda, it's a man. It's kind of like, you know, beating around their edge. It's not, right. not going to be him beating around the bush. You're beating off plywood. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it's, it's actually very well done. So I will say good job, Netflix. Um I've liked it so much so far, and every episode it gets better. So yeah. it's actually kept me drawn in, which they've done very okay. well in it the last few, I guess, shows they've come out with. Right. Um, so Jason Momoa is the lead in that. Very well, very, very well done. Um, and then, of course, another show, which is something we've talked about in the past. I know, I think it was episode four or five we spoke to, was a, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Yep, that was, yeah, we were we were very interested about it coming out. Now, have you have you seen it yet? I don't yeah. know. You have. I'm, I'm about four episodes in. Okay, what do you think of it so far? Yeah, I really like what they did. Mm-hmm. I like how they try to keep it original. Right. I like the something I've learned, you know, because you know I go to 
you know, graphic design school, but you know, it sounds a little fancy, but right. when you break it down, <laughs> it's just talking about, I, I like how they did the film. Right. The, uh, how would you say this? The coloring, the settings for the movie. Right. It was like a theme color that right. they went with right. that was also in the original. Mm-hmm. So it was a very good play right. on color, not on words, but right. on color exactly. to come through to have it set up this way to go ahead and give it, okay, this is going to, it's like letting the the watcher and the viewer know right. this, this exactly. is what we're doing. This is going to be level-headed right. right off what we set off exactly. on the person. Now, have you caught yourself singing? The theme song or humming to it. I have a little bit. Neil Patrick Harris and his little rhythm there singing that yeah. song. Very well done. It's very, very well done. done. Very yeah. catchy. Even my, my uh, well, I call her 1.6, my uh, year and a half uh, year old daughter, um, she actually loves that theme song and will actually That's start great. dancing to it. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Neil Patrick Harris is actually one of the executive producers to it. And I don't yeah. know if you know this, but the original, one of the original characters from the film, the original movie with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, what is her name? Uh, it's Catherine O'Hara's uh, daughter that was in, um, I can't remember her name, but she was actually in the Home Alone movies, played as the mom. She actually okay. is in the uh, the uh, the original film. She actually plays one of the characters in, in the show itself, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll Once you get towards the end of the season, you'll see her on there. Yeah, you'll see her coming. Um, but I will say they did a great job casting the characters, some big yeah, names in the show. Um, but I actually finished it. And I thought it was very well done. And actually, my wife and I were very disappointed in one aspect, and it was we wanted more episodes, and we wanted the second season now, which is almost <laughs> like every other Netflix original. Right. So. Yeah. That's like those big fans out there on Orange and News Black. Yeah, yeah. I've become a fan because of Shelby. Right. So it just kind of pulled me in on it, and I really got interested in the storyline. Right. So, you know, everybody, I understand that, too, because everyone's like, yeah. June's going to be here. June's, yeah, yeah, June's yeah, going to yeah. be here. Yeah, it's it's they did a great job. Netflix, I think, hit it off of those couple of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's still a couple other ones I haven't seen yet or haven't really put into, but I will say that these two shows so far, um, I like them. I like them. I got to tie in too. What's that? Um, you got to check out Longmire. Already done it. Did you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What so, did you think about Longmire? So I want to know your opinion. So when my wife and I was looking for something new to watch on Netflix, yeah, um, it was actually still on TV. And uh, it was very, very, very good. We loved it. We watched, I think, like the first two or three seasons. Nice. And then finally Netflix picked it up because the show was getting canceled. Right. And so then they came out with the next season, and we watched it. And uh, we actually waited a week because we didn't want to spoil watching right. it all in three or four days. Yeah. And uh, we ended up watching it over the course of two weeks, and uh, we loved it. Now, the ending on the last season was a little um, – I liked it because I was able to keep up with it. But my wife thought it was a little too, I guess, uh, too confusing in the vision that right. she had. Uh, but uh, I thought, I still think it's one of my favorite shows. It's definitely in my top ten, I, I would say. And I watch yeah. a lot of TV. Yeah. That is not TV. So. I think the reason why it is so good is the cleverness. Right. It's huge. Yes, it is. The cleverness of this backwoods cop kind of yeah. feel, yeah. but he knows what's up. It's like yeah, a modern-day Clint Eastwood. It is. It really is. And my dad and mom actually came up and actually introduced me to that show. It's actually and really I really got into it. Very, very well done. I don't understand why. Uh, I'm trying to remember who had it. Um, I, I, I want to say 
possibly uh, FX or AMC or something. Yeah. It was AMC. I don't know why they would want to drop it. Maybe for the Fear of the Walking Dead, I would yeah. assume. Because um, I believe it came out the same time the show was dropped. Um, okay. And also that there would, was that would make sense. And then I think also Breaking Bad was on, and it was at the at the peak right before the ending of the show. So I think maybe they had to make room. I don't know. If that's a possibility, right. but this show is just too good, and Netflix it is picked great. up on that. So yeah, um, I'm glad they did. It was a great show. It was too early to let go, and uh, they actually made it better. So thank you Netflix right. for saving that too. Yeah, thank you, thank you Netflix. So we move forward, and I guess. Um, we'll get into uh, Star Wars now, which we traditionally in the past have taken like the entire show talking about. <laughs> and I think it's because Kyle and I are so passionate about Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, we're, like I'm wearing a Breaking Bag. Uh, yeah. Los Polos here wearing some, yeah. Yeah. I was going to actually mention that you have your Los Polos Hermanos shirt <laughs> on, you know? Yep. Uh, man, I love that series. I think, um, we were talking a while back about going on some, uh, you know, going to depth of some of these shows. Right. Breaking it down. That some of our other countries haven't got to see right. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Or is coming out for them through the filter, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. you know, that stuff goes. And this is a show out there for our other countries or even in yeah. our own country here that uh, you really got to check out Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Awesome. You've got to check it out. That is one of my Brian top, top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that on, uh, I think it was episode three or four of our yeah. podcast where we listed some of the top shows of all time. Yep. And I believe breaking bad was in the top three. It sure was. Um, and then of course, Kyle's wearing an awesome shirt. He's wearing the <laughs> Darth Vader light, which is the white and black. And it's the good side, I guess, versus the dark side. Yeah. And then also it gives kind of that, uh, Scarface, right. The Scarface. Kind of look, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. So it's pretty pretty neat. cool. And uh, you actually suggested that uh, we got it at GameStop when you were working there uh, yeah. as a surprise gift for Christmas a couple years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of take pride in it. I like it, man. It's awesome. One of the shirts that I am envy, uh, <laughs> envious of, Kyle's. So, okay, so Star Wars. Yeah. Our expectations for Episode Eight, of course, is the rise of Rey and the rise of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Now, in terms of the movie itself, where do you think that puts Kylo Ren in a power factor? Is he stronger? Is he still play a little bit of a bitch in this movie? What do you think? Yeah, I've got mixed feelings on that. They're really gonna have to bring, um, if they're gonna have, if they're gonna have a bad guy, right? They're really gonna have to bring out the strong side. Something's really either gonna have to really dark. The dark side is really gonna have to consume Kylo Ren. If yeah. this is going to go down, because all of a sudden you've got Ray and Luke. Right. So, you know, tie that mm-hmm. into Return of the Jedi. Right. All right. When when he's getting trained by Yoda, right. which talking about Luke, of course. Uh-huh. When he gets trained, this is my thing on it. He comes back. Mm-hmm. All right. There's two. It's Palpatine. Okay. And Vader. Okay, now I right. have heard a theory, and I'll tell you about that theory in a minute. Okay. But keep going. All right. So it took those two powers to take on Luke to try to woo him. Right. You know, over to the dark side, come right. over to the dark side with right. us, Luke. Your friends are in peril. Yes. You know, you see, you see him as at the same time. Right. Which is a really intimate 
part. Exactly. Right. right. He's on the Death Star at the layer of the Sith, at the layer of his father Vader at this time. And then he's seeing everybody losing. He's had you can see it in his face. He's got this like just ready to strike him down. He's sweating. He's I mean they did a great job. Mark Hamill did a great job. At this yeah, point. he did. Yeah, he did. And you know he overpowers him and ends up you know influences his father. Right. Okay. Okay. And that's okay. That's where I also go back to the Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. Is Vader back to Anakin? Mm-hmm. The Return of the Jedi, Anakin. Right. Because at the end, you know, when he's got him down, he's like, "Father, I got to get you off." He's like, "I got to save you." And he says, "What, Jesse?" He says, "Let me take this mask off so I can see you with my that's own right. eyes." And he right. and he says, "You already have saved me." Yeah. And he says, "You, you already won me over." It's yeah. my time, so just let me go. Yeah, tell him, Luke. Tell him that your father was not all, was yeah. not all bad. Yeah, and he found out. So, if Luke is training Ray, right, and they're going to reveal what her true destiny is, what's really going on, if they both battle, or he's going to stay like Yoda, and is like, you know, I'm just going to let you deal with this kind of thing. And if he, you know, lets her, Ray goes off back with Chewbacca or 2D2, whatever. Right. What they pick up right off. Uh Uh-huh. We're on the shores. And she goes back to the resistance. It's also going to be cool to see how they're going to put Leia in there. How they're going to, you know, put all that CG together. If they're going to. And see what direction they're going in there. And also, folks, we we haven't looked anything up. These, These are our organic like real feelings our thoughts on you know what we're what we're thinking here we're feeling on each other right live right now we've never talked about this right so this is just something we're going off the fly right where we try to keep it that way mm-hmm. um to really get it out there uh and then we're going to look it up later and come back you know we always take right. on star wars so we're going to give you right. the facts and i'm also trying to get a good friend of mine nick uh that's also a uh, amateur uh, movie producer and stuff right. from the school, and he's an avid, avid fan. I remember you mentioning that he's done some Star Wars short films. Yeah. Now, here's the theory that I was going to tell you about. Yeah, what you uh, got? Okay, so I've seen a lot of things on Facebook, IGN, um, a few other places that I follow, mm-hmm. and they have a theory as to um, the, uh, the – the, was it, what's the guy's name that's training Andy Driver, Kylo Ren right now? He's training him right now. Snoke. Snoke, okay. So there's a theory going around on the site. Uh-huh. And I think you know what this theory is, where I'm going with Yeah. This. And I've actually heard this person say that he's going to be in the movie, but we don't know if it's true or not, or if it's a smoke screen. Excuse me, but um, is Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu, Snoke? What was your opinion okay. on that? Is that like, I think it's a possibility? It's a, it's a small possibility, but I also found another one. Darth Maul. Wow. So, so you think, think about that's a that. possibility? I think that's a possibility. So like he was able to survive or maybe he's yeah. using the same ability as Yoda and then to be able to okay. the force or Yeah. The way all right, think about this and our guys and, and girls out there um that really like that have checked out Clone Wars and stuck through the animation if you don't like the animation, I've heard people say they don't like it, but they stuck through through the story. I like the animation and everything. I think that it's it's great. Right. But moving on from that, where Darth Maul got his training from and power from is the sisterhood from his home planet. 
and he has the ability to regenerate. So there is a huge possibility that further in the future, you know how Snoke looks very old. He's very decrepit from the battle. Right. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That's what you're saying. That's a very so interesting theory. Too. So, but I do like the theory about a Mace Windu as well. Like he's coming back to really. I saw that one as well, and I can see it. You know, getting back at Yoda, getting back at them for not really listening to him. Uh, you know, back in the Clone Wars, right? Things coming out, right? Not wanting to train Anakin, right? Because he kind of saw that around the you know way. I mean, they mm-hmm. both did, but you know what I'm saying. Right. There was that cloud, the vision mm-hmm. of the cloud. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think basically uh, this this film is going to have a lot of questions that's answered in a sense. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of well. I'll just use the Star Wars. It's very cloudy at this point. Um, but I think this is going to be a very well done movie. I'm excited about it. I'm glad it's coming out in December. Something to look forward to for the other yeah, year. Me too. It's, it's going to be good. Um, now, also, I do want to do a shout out because Mark Kyle was talking a little bit. And I was listening. We actually have one of our listeners on right now. That's actually okay. interacting with us on our Facebook or uh, on my Facebook rather uh, through Facebook Messenger. It's, her name's Holly Norquist. Her family actually used to come and shop with me at GameStop. So I only give a shout oh, out nice. to them. Um, nice. She's awesome. She was one of my favorite customers. If not, actually, she was my favorite customer. Um, right. And uh, her, um, you know, her daughter Jenna is about to start an internship in Atlanta. So congratulations, Jenna, on that. And uh, also, where is she interning at? That's why I messaged her. She hasn't messaged that back to me yet. But okay. Um, but she is starting an internship in Atlanta. So congrats on that. Yeah, congratulations. And continue to listen to the podcast, guys. We appreciate your support. So yes. Um, if do. you have any questions or uh, any likes or dislikes, or you want to speak to us on blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us at, whether it's Facebook or however on your mobile device, That's right. uh, you can call us in on the guest line, which is 646-787-8491 at 646-787-8491. And we can plug in and you can comment on that as well. So oh, yeah. uh, going back to um, some Star Wars and, uh, uh, you know, what we're thinking about and expectations. Now, I mean, we talked about Leia and her role in the yeah. movie. So now that Carrie Fisher's passed um, and her main character. Uh, and I guess we can kind of keep it short because we've talked so much about her lately. Um what is your theory on this this point right here? Do you think because of her death in real life that her character will die in this movie like Han Solo dies early in the films? I think it'll have a pivotal impact. I think that uh, it's, it's very strong. What I think right now will be 85%. She's going to be killed off. I think so, too. Um, this makes I think it, it just makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, it just makes sense. You know that way they don't have to carry on the CG. Um, shoot, man, it's it's just yeah, gonna have to happen. It has to, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but will they show her? You know, maybe I can see it being like she's on the ship leaving, right? And then all of a sudden, boom. 
some accidental thing happens, yeah. Right, not really accidental, but something you wouldn't expect all of a sudden. Right. Like you see your so the CGI yeah. is easier to do. Right. It's easier to bring your man like they did Tervis. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Or maybe even the point where uh Kylo Ren kills her through a force choke. So right. Similar to what Anakin did to, you know, Padme, Padme yeah. in the uh Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. You know? Maybe I that's can a see possibility. That. I can see that big time. But, uh, you know, moving on to that, expectations of the movie, um, what do you think, what do you think about the idea of Kylo Ren, uh, or not really Kylo Ren, but, uh, man, I'm trying to think of his name. Snoke? Not Snoke, it's the other gentleman, the third, the third evil guy, the guy that's over the troops. Oh, um. I remember his name. I think it's uh, he's one of the generals or admirals or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what do you think of his role? I know you know who I'm so, I'm speaking about. Mm-hmm. But do you think he becomes more of a side note? Because I felt like he was a, a big player component in the movie. Almost like the original uh, Star Wars where they had the right. evil in the Sith. Kind of like with the Turbis. Right, right. He's like the new Turbis. Right, exactly. Um, I think he'll, he'll always be a role right. to keep it interactive. Right. With uh, Kylo Ren. Right. And I think he'll always be there. Right. To, to help, you know, with everything. Mm-hmm. With the Empire. Or the New Order, as it's called. Yeah, the New Order, yeah. I like how they've designed everything. And what's neat is, you know, they call it the New Order. Yes. But it's also, like, new characters. So they're saying, hey, this is the New Order in the, in, in the movie. But then it's, you know, hey, this is our new people. Right. This is new. Here's people out here that Star Wars fans. Here's here they are. It's called the New Order because hey, it's all move. It's cool how they made that made that move. But like getting back to it, um, when they made him like Turvis, I think that's good because you'll always have that interaction. Like I was saying, kind of right. repeat myself a little bit. But then. You know, also, I got to get back. I got to say this. I've been itching to actually tell you this, and I haven't really gotten to since we've been doing this. Okay, there's also a theory, and I like it. I like it a lot, and I'll tell you the reason why. It's a good twist. What about Kylo Ren, Mm -hmm. instead of going completely consumed by the Sith, right? Becomes good because of the severity of what he did to Han, his dad. Pulls back to the good side. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And then for being pissed off about being left on the Jakku planet, Ray becomes consumed. See, I thought about a theory somewhat like yeah. that too. If there was a possibility, not maybe not Ray going to the dark side, but if right. Kylo would come back to the light. Yeah. To the and good what side, would of course, right? But if I remember correctly, the protagonist of the Sith in the books mm-hmm. that turns from. Uh, Luke's family mm-hmm. and the Jedi, I think he ends up being killed by Luke. Okay. I, if I remember correctly, I think Luke ends up killing the Sith once again, bringing balance to the Force. Right. Or really defeating the dark side. Defeating the dark side. Yeah. And, and what's left of it, I believe. But um, I don't know. I don't see Rey being consumed with it because she does have anger. Yeah. She has a lot of anger. Yep. And you know, Kylo Ren doesn't have anger. Yeah. He doesn't have a, a he's basically kinda like a rich kid snobby nose. That's what it kinda teenager. got to, yeah. yeah. 
and uh, he just decided, well, I, I have to be, I want to be, you know, yeah, you know, all powerful. And I think he was jealous in the fact of Luke had all the attention. Um, he had learned as much as he thought he needed from Luke, and he wanted to be like Darth Vader, his granddad. Yeah, his granddad, and be all yeah. powerful and all that. But see what he doesn't understand, doesn't know, and maybe what Luke in, in the books didn't tell, you know, that that certain individual character, because it's separate, you know, from what they show in the movie, is that he didn't speak of Vader very much because he not only did not know his father, of course, yeah, but the things he knew about his father were 99.9% evil. Right. And the things that he would do. So, of course, he didn't speak about him. And, and right. you know, the, some of the things that he did and all that and how he was using the person and forcing and interpreted it and how powerful he was and all that. And really how Luke was grandfathered in on that because of the, really the genetic code. Right. But, you know, I think that's probably the reason why Kylo Ren got so consumed because he knew he would be powerful because of that as well. Right. So, um, and and Luke does learn the ways of the dark side too. Um, yeah, he does. But he doesn't get consumed with it because he, he has is. his mother's genes in him as well. Yeah. Um, but moving forward from that too. Okay, so we're our expectations for the movie is like we we spoke about this earlier, where the show or the movie episode was at uh, seven, uh, Force Awakens actually got what like an eight point nine out of ten or something like yeah. that. You said. Uh, so what in terms of one to ten for the last Jedi, what would you expect a rating to hit? I would probably say for the new movie, mm-hmm. if they do it right, right, and they pull everything together like they usually do, mm-hmm. like they did in Rogue One, mm-hmm. it'll be an eight point five at least. I think so too. I, I would think it'll be really good. I would expect nothing lower than seven, seven point five. Yeah, and I think it had a lot to do with the graphics, mm-hmm. the storyline, and top notch. And yeah, and are they going to continue with the tr- traditional Star Wars feel with a little bit of a new age touch like they did in the last one? Yeah. So, and I I really hope that this film is well put together, like uh, you know Garth Edwards did um, in Rogue One. So we'll see, definitely have to see what happens, but I think this movie is going to be awesome. One that we've been expecting for the last couple of years, so we'll definitely go into that. Uh, but moving forward, um, we spoke about a little bit about Game of Thrones and how you're yeah. really getting into the flow of it. Yeah, man. And uh, what? How far in are you at right now? I know you're on season one. Yeah, I've gotten uh, two episodes. Had a busy week, mm-hmm. but I'm changing that up a little bit. Got a little bit extra time. So in this first couple episodes. I know it's still early on set, but who are you rooting for? Um, I'm really, I like, uh, you know, a big fan of uh, Lena Henley. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Lena Henley is uh, a really good actress. She plays a good young Sarah Connor in the, you know, Terminator series I was right. telling you about. Right. Um, it, uh, I can't remember if it was, H- I don't think it was HBO. Uh, one of them put it out. Mm-hmm. And I got the series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really good intimate series. Mm-hmm. I wish they could have you know went on with it. I'm a, you because know, I'm a huge Terminator fan, and there's a lot of guys out there and girls that love the series. Um, but uh, I like her character because she seems to be playing a really 
like coming on strong right. role right. at this point because you're seeing like the old history books say, yeah. you know, every behind every great man there's a great a woman. greater woman. Right. Right. So, so are you are you more of a uh I guess are you rooting for the Stark family in a sense yet, or is it still too early for you to kind of get a feel on it? Yeah, I'm really rooting for um the uh the family that you get first introduced to in the north. Okay. Oh yeah, Sarks. Yeah, yeah okay. Sarks, yeah, like you're saying. So you are rooting for the Sarks. Yeah, I'm rooting okay. for them. I, I like uh they're like they seem like they're kind of the humble underdogs. Right. Right. Like a traditional medieval yeah. old school Right. Right, yeah. And that's what I get about it too. Yeah. I get about it too. And I think the further you dial in on that show, the better. Yeah. And I think that you'll definitely love the, the the series even better it's it's in your repertoire so mm-hmm. i think the further you get into it and the more seasons you dive head first yeah i think you'll definitely fall in love with the show it's one of those that definitely captures and it's very intimate to the point to where it's uh within the family <laughs> so you'll see that i think in the next episode or two or further in really throughout the series yeah and i was very interested with uh you start to see a lot of traditional right. hardcore like traditionalism with uh, honor, chivalry, mm-hmm. and being loyal. Right. Even in the first episode, because you have the dude that uh, when you're in the forest, right? You see the entities that are coming after them. Yeah. And uh, what are they called? White Walkers. Yes, the White Walkers. Yeah, White Walkers. So the White Walkers it's have been scary. scary. It's pretty. Yeah, scary. it is scary. It opens yeah. up, and you're like, "What is going on?" Yeah, like, what, like, what the, the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what is this, you know? <laughs> and you're, are this witchcraft? What's going on? You're like, oh, this is going to be a really scary show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I even jumped a few, you know, times. I had it turned yeah. up a little bit right. on the surround sound. Right. So uh, when I saw this, right. I was scared along with the the right. uh, what's his name that gets his head cut off. Oh man, it's one of the it's one of the guys the Night Watch. Yeah, the right. Night Watch. So he okay. So what happens, people, is he get, he abandons supposedly quote unquote abandons his post and his people that were with him, mm-hmm. the soldiers that were with him, and his mm-hmm. commanding officer. Right. But they all get killed in front of him, and he runs off. Right. So it was like the White Walkers were taking a stand for him to be the messenger boy. Yeah. And they kind of already knew from traditionalism that he was going to get his, he was going to get killed anyway. Right. So when he gets back to the king. Right, which is well, the it's, lead star. Right, it's, it's not the king. It's he's the the warden of the north. Yes, the warden of the north. Right. And uh, Stark, when he yeah. gets back to him, mm-hmm. you know he, he says, "Hey, right. look, I didn't abandon, but I still got to take." You know, and he says, "I, you know, he's like, I still got to take your head." Yeah. So I was very sympathetic to this guy. Right. To this, you know, messenger boy. Yeah, because you were there with him. Because you're there with him. You're right. like, no, dude, why are you cutting his head off? Like, what the fuck are you doing to this guy? He's your man. <laughs> like, you need this like, guy. Yeah, you need him. You need him. <laughs> yeah. But, man, it doesn't happen that way. No. He takes his head. He takes his head off. It's very him. brutal. It's mm-hmm. raw around the edges. And yeah. I'm excited to see what's coming up. And then even tells the son, Bron, uh, you know, he's yeah. like, you know why I had to swing, or why I had to cut his head off. He's like, Man who delivers judgment swings the sword. That's right. Very traditional. Love yeah, it. Yeah, very. Um, very course, thick. You know, you, you'll you'll definitely get your fills on your hearts. Yeah. Heartstrings pulled in this. Yeah. Uh, I root for you to continue it and push through mm-hmm. as quick as you can because season 
I think was it season seven's coming yeah, out. Yeah, season seven. Season seven's coming out soon. Yeah. And uh, we're definitely excited for that. So the further you get ahead, the better. And actually later, maybe tonight, I'll show you the scene of the Battle of the Bastards. Nice. And I'll stop it so you don't get spoiled okay. or anything else. Okay, that sounds good. But, um, you know, it's definitely one of the best shows out there. So like we, we talked about that. It was in the top 2016, and it was also on the top of all time um, yeah. on TV shows listed. And without a doubt, it's actually one of HBO's classic masterpieces. It's even definitely. dared to be better than Sopranos as far yeah. as numbers turn. Right. So it's definitely made them a lot of money. It's definitely put HBO back on the map. Yeah, and I've got to be honest with you, a little confession out there for you and everybody else. Okay. And I think this will make sense. Okay. One of the main reasons why I didn't pick it up first, there was a lot of people I didn't like at first that I was, that I was around, like work-wise and stuff right. like that. Uh-huh. That I just I just thought they were just overrating right. at first. Oh, it's not overrated. So it is not overrated, <laughs> people. You really have to check it out. I'm doing some catching up. And yeah. you know what? I'll make a deal with you, Jesse. Every uh, every time we we cast, uh, every time we do a radio, okay, we're going to. I'm going to dive into that episode a little bit. Maybe not kill it completely, but kind of like we just did. So you get my reaction and stuff, and then I want to get your take on it too. And it'll kind of be like a refresher for you as well, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, you're catching, you got, you've already seen all these episodes, you've gone through the seasons, but you're like, oh yeah, I remember that, you know, we can touch on it with our people. So if you want to follow along, I'm on episode two at the end. And uh, so anybody out there that hasn't seen, follow along with me and uh, we'll go from there, man. Yeah, Definitely. Follow along with Kyle and watching uh, Game of Thrones. I definitely would love to start the show over again. Yeah. Uh, just to be able to get refreshed like you would normally do. Um, but uh, definitely follow along Game of Thrones. Awesome. Uh, I, my favorite character right now is Jon Snow. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, you're going into the show, uh, The Mother of Dragons as well. So nice. you know, you'll learn about that later yeah. on and how big of a role I'm she excited. plays. Um, and actually, there's a new character that they've actually placed into there. And I, I forgive me, I can't remember. If he's from 30 Seconds to Mars or some other, you know, band that's out there or something, but it's actually a musician that is now being cast as a new role. And the, the role is one of the Targaryens, uh, nice. the original story of Ned Stark's sister. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe her name was Lyanna and uh, how Jon Snow was born and who the mother is, who the father is. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the Targaryen children and how a role this is, how big of a role this is for him in the sense of we get to see a sort of prequel within the show wow. of Game of Thrones and how they answer questions for, like, you. So, yeah, all so of is this going to be in episode six? Be be in seven? Yes, okay, it so it's backtracking a little it's bit. backtracking now. In season six, they actually start the backtracking because Bronn, okay. Bronn ends up getting some special abilities that you get to learn about later on. Wow. And how he's able to see the past and the future and know the outcomes and how cool. to be able to control certain aspects of his power. So it's actually really cool. Um, and, you know, on top of that too, uh, he actually goes in the past to see his father's past and his family's past and, nice. and how big of a role uh, the Kingslayer was. And, you know, and I mean, a whole bunch of questions that you have now uh-huh. and that you will gain throughout the first six seasons, you will be answered some of them towards the end of season six and now nice. going into season seven, because they want to tie all this in. I'm together. excited, man. So it's actually going to be a big, big season. I, I believe 
their best to come now. It is sad to say that they're only going to have eight episodes um, out of the ten. So we'll definitely see how um, how it works yeah. and how they'll definitely keep up with the role or many roles and stories that they need to kind of tie in to finish because they were following the books. Now they're rogue from the books. Okay, so, so they've gone rogue now. Yeah, they have, and they kind of start to do it in season five. But uh, season seven is coming out soon. I believe it's July or August. I'm not sure. A lot of people say May. Uh, it's been on Twitter and Facebook. So we'll definitely see uh, exactly for sure when it's coming out and That's gonna be follow cool. it and keep up with it and then update people on podcasts and stuff like that too. So nice. Um, now, one of our traditional things that we've done on the show that people have loved and will continue to do yeah, that we didn't get a chance to do on the last podcast was <laughs> the on-the-fly segment yeah. of the show. Um, I've actually prepared a few questions, right. which is not typical from the on-the-fly that we normally do, but I thought they were just too good that I didn't want to lose them. All right, yeah. Go so ahead, man. I don't know if you actually had any prepared to... I got a few um, up my sleeve. Okay, cool. All right, good. I know we talked a little bit about it earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, okay, so... My first question for you is this, okay? We've talked about Netflix. We talked about how awesome the shows are, the shows they save, the shows they start, um, and the shows they have on there. Um, if you uh, could pick, let me see here. If uh, if Netflix gave you the budget uh-huh. to start your own TV show, okay, what would your show be? Mm-hmm. And who would you pick as your star? Man. And before he answers this, for all our new listeners out there, the On the Fly segment, what it is, is um, it is a series of questions that Kyle and I really, we don't know we're going to ask each other. Yeah. And we answer it on the fly and give our true, honest opinion, basically what y'all would want to hear or say. Yeah. Um, if y'all were in the same situation or basically just talk around the office or with your friends. Like, you know, who's sitting around the campfire right, or right. just chilling, having a beer after work or something like that. Exactly. Sit on the back of the truck or something. Right. <laughs> um, and actually, it's kind of funny, too. We'll talk about something else that we actually uh, uh, brought up earlier before we started the podcast about a, a famous actor passing away. But, yeah. But we actually only, just found out about it. Yeah, we just did. Actually, my wife texted me uh, the main title. of the She's like, hey, check this out. Oh um, man! But okay, so if you if Netflix came to you with a budget man. and said, "Hey, you, this is your budget. You can start your own show, and you get to pick a star. What would the show be, and who would your star be?" Man, that's pretty good, man. You're gonna make me think a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. If I could, if I could have a show, mm-hmm. and who would it be? Mm-hmm. Man, that's a that's a good that's a good hit. Yeah. You know, I would probably keeping it organic. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'm gonna take a little easy route a little bit, just for the, the time a little bit. Okay. Because that was really thing me, you know, get me good here. So, I would I would go with a. How can you say this? Not really a comic book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going with like a comic book style. Okay. Animation. Okay. Kind of kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But of the actor or actress, and the animators would have them in the series, mm-hmm. so they would film the series, but then but then animate it. 
okay. right? Have that kind of feel. Right. And uh, they do that technology. It's, it's, it's been around for a while, but they don't use it that much. But do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it will be in a uh, underdog, a true underdog story. Okay, but who would you? But it'd be a hero. Who would you start with? So you're beating around the bush. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would have to be. Let's see. Like I would start a show with somebody. Yeah, that would be animated. Yeah, it would be someone. I would. I would have to say. Put you on the spot there on that one. Yeah, man. I'm not gonna let you slide. Uh, I would. I would actually like to see um, Hugh Jackman. Okay. I like him because of he's kind of like. Okay. He's a good, strong character. Right. But he can be humble at the same time. So, in a sense, would you say you would do a, like a Wolverine? No, it wouldn't be a Wolverine. I guess it would I... be Hugh Jackman. Okay. And then the the actual right uh, protagonist. Mm-hmm. And you'll, I think you'll like this one. It would be uh, uh, Hugo Weaving. Okay. Hugo Weaving. I love right. him in The Matrix. Okay. But he also plays the good, you know, good slash bad guy, you know, in uh, B. He plays right. B. Right. And I uh, did a marvelous job. Okay. So I would definitely have him as a protagonist. Okay. Um, that's cool. just kind of like on the fly. People that are hitting me right now. Right, right. And uh, make it where he's a superhero, mm-hmm. in a sense. He's a hero, but it would progress. It would be a backstory completely starting from the ground up from where he picked up instead of all of a sudden, you know, you've got a hero all of a sudden that just, you know how nowadays they just go so quick with it. Right. Like all of a sudden here's the build up and okay, he's the hero. Now, now let's watch him go fight all the protagonists that come up. Right. Now, I'm going to stop you on that. Yeah. Because for those people out there listening, we, we haven't copyrighted it yet. So we need to, <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like you're ready to cast the show and start yeah. playing tomorrow. So, all right. So, all right, go ahead with your question for me. Yeah, so if you could do any um, detective movie that you could produce, okay, who would be your your lead role? Okay. Who would be the sidekick? Okay. And then on the evil side, who would go? Man, you you're like tripling down on me. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Man, okay, detective show, I would start. Uh, I would bring back Matthew McConaughey. Nice. And, uh, dude, Woody Harrelson. Nice. Together from True Detectives. That would be cool. Um, I would start that back up again and then revamp since we're all about, you know, going back old school and restarting things. And this is rerun, restart. So I would say that, True, True Detectives. Uh, and I think the protagonist, uh, I I would try to do multiple seasons. Yeah. And have different ones at different times. Nice. Um, but I think for the first season, if I had to start a show, uh, I would I would use Anthony Hopkins. Nice. Uh, and I, I he would, would be really a, good as a serial killer, of course. Yeah. But a mastermind serial yeah. killer. And uh, I think that uh, I think I would leave with him for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. So that would be that would be mine. Yeah. Okay. All right, so here's my next question for you. Uh, let's see. What star would you like to see added to your favorite current TV show? Hmm. Let's see. It's my current show. 
Mm-hmm. So probably, probably person. I, I'm gonna have to go with this man because I think he's he, he's great in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I think that he's uh-huh. ever looked. Yeah. Um, his initials are AP. Okay. Uh, I think that he was great in Need for Speed. He's a humble person, and I say that because um, I've seen uh, where people have talked about on on the internet and stuff out there, mm-hmm. and have video when they come by his house, he comes out and greets them. Okay. Signs stuff. Aaron Paul is awesome. Okay. I would love to meet okay. actually Aaron Paul. Okay. Because I wouldn't be really starstruck because right. he's so humble. Right. But. I would just sit down and he's like someone I could just have either a beer or a coffee right, with and right. then just chill and, and say, Hey man, time. yeah. And just yeah. enjoy the time. And that's what I like. You want to be yeah. with somebody that you have that. That's cool. Yeah. Good so pick. I would, I would like to have Aaron Paul. Big good pick. And I would like to have him. Let's see. What show would I really like to have him in? I would actually say, I would actually say Longmire, man. You know, I was thinking of Longmire too. Yeah. But I was actually thinking Breaking Bad and Brian Cranston. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how it's the brotherhood. Yeah, man. I lo- I love Brian Cranston. Man, he's he's great. That's awesome. How we were thinking the exact same shows. But, yeah, you know, just going different along, ones. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, all right, cool. What's your next question for me? Let's see, man. If you could have a favorite anime show, okay, right, okay. If think about all the anime shows that you like out there, if you've got a few new or old, like, you know, if one for me, for example, is Cowboy Bebop. I mean, okay. I even got the wallet, you know. Okay. So if you could change anything about any of those, the mm-hmm. outcomes or anything like that, what would you change about it? Okay. And who would not die off if anyone did die off? Okay. I would bring Yu-Gi-Oh back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I like Guilty it. pleasure. Yeah, um, that's cool, man. Old school from back in the day when I was in eighth grade. Shout out to my friend Jeremiah. Yeah. I'm free. You know, we used to watch this show and play the game. That's cool, man. Um, still have all my cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I would bring that back. And um, I, I would change the fact that they have, like, all these new characters. I would keep it as Yugi Moto. Right. Um, keep the original OG. Keep the original OG, yeah. And I would have it to where there's... So he's just basically now enjoying his time, living his life, doing whatever. Basically, almost like Pokemon, going for years and years and years, same yeah. thing, because the quality was that great. Um, and as far as dying off or leaving, I wouldn't have had any of the characters go away because they all kind of part ways. Yeah. I would have them all come back or That's at least cool. be together and not part ways. And, uh, you know, the Pharaoh left, so I would have his spirit stay with me nice. always. So I like that. I think that's what I would do now. I think that's the only one I would do, really. That's a good that's question, cool. though. Because I'm not, I'm not really big into anime anymore, but that was my anime moment. That was right. before anime became anime. Yeah, that's um, great. And it got into people's hearts. That was mine. Yeah. Um, okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, so I know you love music. And I think I ain't an answer to this. Um, and I don't know why I thought of this, because I figured now that you would, I would know the question. All right, so the band that you would love to go see, which I already know that is, <laughs> and from whatever timeline. So that's the kicker. Okay. But I'm going to throw a little wrench into that. All right. Because everybody, Kyle Saber band is AFI. You cannot choose AFI. All right. So remember, from any timeline, any band, anywhere. All right. What yeah. band would it be? Which, uh, 
I really love the band Him. From uh, they're from Finland. Okay. And they do this thing every year. Mm-hmm. Um, in in hell they do in uh, Helsinki, uh, Finland, which is their home. That's right. Where they, you know, it's also the capital of Finland. Right. If we have any Finland, you know, listeners out there. Right. Because we do have people in Norway. Yeah. So I'm a really big fan of them, and they do every year at the end of the year. Um, when it goes into the new year, they do what's called Hell Done. Okay. I would love to see them when um, Razor Blade Romance was one of their albums that came out in about oh, 2001 and where they started okay. picking up a lot. Okay. I would love to see them then. Okay. Very I've cool. always wanted to see them. Now, I have so. a twofer. I know I'm cheating because you're asking them, but I have a twofer. Yeah. That's cool. And of all your favorite bands, who would you have to go on tour with? Like, who would you think would be the most fun? Because if you go with, like, the Rolling Stones, you're going to die. Right. Exactly. <laughs> There's going to be too much, you know, drugs and alcohol. Um, you're you know, going to be on the road. Yeah, if you go with Guns N' <laughs> Roses, you might live, you know. I don't right. know. You know, the Beatles, you know. I mean, who who would you go with? Any Again, open timeline. Yeah. If I could really go with anyone, mm-hmm. I would go with Under Oath. Okay. Under Oath would be fun. Uh, Aaron and, and right. Seth are awesome. They're right. – they're, uh, Chemistry, I guess you could say they have on on stage. Yeah. And I would go in the timeline when Aaron was still drumming and singing See, in the band. If I did it, I would go with like Elvis Presley. There you or, go. Um, oh yeah, that's right. You Kurt said in the timeline with Kurt Cobain. There you go. Um, just to save their life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. Oh man. You know, so that's great. Um, like, no, don't do that line. You know, don't do that line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, or you know, like uh, you know, Richie Valens, don't get on the plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, or Selena, and be like, don't go this way, you're gonna get shot. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, I would probably also say Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Def okay. Leppard. And then I'd be like, dude, do not get in the Ferrari. Yeah. Do not get in the Ferrari. Don't put yeah. any sugar on anybody. <laughs> By the way, that'd be a great single. Do that first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So okay, you have a question. Yeah. Um. Uh, if you could play in any movie mm-hmm. or like a series, right? Uh, what would your role be, mm-hmm. and would you be good or evil? Ooh! <laughs> All right. So okay, I'll give you. I'll give it to you two ways. Since okay. I just asked you two questions, I will answer that for the movie and for the TV show. Okay. TV show, I would be on Game of Thrones. Nice. Um, and I would be the king and win the throne, keep the throne, and I would be a good king, a good guy. Cool. On any movie, um, I would say Star Wars. Nice. Star I'm Wars. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Star Wars. I would right, Star right, Wars. right. And I would be the Sith. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I can see okay. you doing it. I would be the Sith, okay? And, um, I would be like the ultimate Sith, right? I'd be right. like, Ten times badasser than right. Darth Vader, you know. I I would be the fuck boy. So right, you know. I would, you know, and I wouldn't be the constant failure that you would see, like yeah. you know how they always lose. It'd be like, no, motherfucker, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, she would just be like, I'm not even gonna talk to you. Like I'm gonna crush your skull right now. Yeah, right. Like you really. So you'd be the guy to stick the lightsaber through a skull to see him right. right. <laughs> right. Now the only other way, the only other TV show that I can think of that I would want to, to be on would be like Sons of Anarchy, which is a new. Yeah. Actually, we haven't even talked about that yet. Um, 
you know, uh, being on that show too. And uh, now I gotta say, and stop you right there. Okay. Hold on to that. I gotta tell everybody out there that you have a, a really nice collectible <laughs> item mm-hmm. of Sons of Anarchy that you showed me, and I was very impressed. Right. It's it's you know, tell them a little bit about that. Okay, so my my best friend slash brother, uh, Micah Milligan, um, gave this to me. Nice. And it's uh, the tombstone. Really, it's the table, but it's yeah. got the tombstone of Sons of Anarchy. It's every single season of Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. on Blu-ray, uh, DVD, and uh, with the uh, behind-the-scenes music. It's very awesome, very cool. Yeah, it's really it's, neat. It's very expensive, and he got it for me for my birthday. That's awesome. So that was pretty cool. Um, but speaking of Sons of Anarchy, uh, Charlie Hunnam actually is coming back to the show. Now, what this means is, is it going to be a prequel to his death? Of course, yes. I believe so. Um, but he actually left the set of Pacific Rim 2 in, in order to take this role. That's how passionate now, he was about this. Now, also, that's Pacific mm-hmm. Rim 2, the movie, right? Right, yes, it is. Okay, I was making sure I had that yeah. right. Because when we first talked about it, you were telling me about it. Yeah, that and, was, he's, I was making sure. and he's the lead in that movie. So wow. that's, a, that's a big deal. That is a big that's deal. That's almost like seeing Harrison Ford leaving the set of Indiana Jones. Yeah. To go film the next Star Wars movie, which is understood, of course. Right. But that's how it's that's still how big it is. Right. And so it's a so that's an even yeah. bigger bigger deal. So that has been recently announced in the last few months. Uh, so we'll have more about that in a later podcast. But we right. want to throw that zinger in there because Sons of Anarchy was a, such a love show on mm-hmm. FX mm-hmm. Um, and how they're doing prequel seasons with certain other entities of Sons of Anarchy. But now they're bringing in the prequel of the core of Sons of Anarchy. And I believe Brad oh, yeah. Pitt is in that show as well. He will be one of the main lead characters. Um that would be definitely interesting to, to go along with. Yeah, and, and speaking of FX, mm-hmm. they got a new show coming out. I was going to show you. Yeah, The Legion. Uh, the Legion yes. coming out February 8th yes. on Wednesday yes. at 10 on FX. Yes. Now, see, I don't have TV right now. Okay. But now I do have Dish. Right. Uh, bless my soul why we don't have it up, but we right. just, we're always just on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. We're always just on Hulu and other things are going on. Right. So I'm going to actually hook this up. I'm going to check this out. Another show I think you should check out. And our listeners too. It just actually just came out. I, I don't. I think it's either FX or it's AMC. I can't remember. Right. But it's with the uh, original character from Sons of Anarchy, Opie, or not? Yeah, or Opie. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's called The Outlander, which is actually I've heard about. It that. looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. It looks pretty good. So I would definitely say to go with that. And I know we're closing down. Um, we got like a minute and a half left. But ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be a great show. But uh, before we sign off, everybody. Kyle, tell them where they can find us if y'all like this podcast, and thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah, in yeah, thanks course. for tuning in. Yeah, you can definitely check us out on Facebook if you're, you know, more on Facebook uh, these days, or trying to stay in contact with us on Facebook. Just type in JK Space Podcast. It should come up, and um, you can also uh, find us on BlogTalkRadio.com backslash blackslash JK podcast and or you can always go mobile if you're on mobile mm-hmm. and you type in blogtalkradio.com right you can just do a little search instead of open it up to get a little faster and type in JK podcast 101 and it'll come up right that way and then also of course check out our Twitter feed we'll have us coming across it's at JK podcast 101 that's our Twitter handle and then yep on that too you can if you're listening on a mobile device or in your PC MacBook or whatever it is it's on iTunes. Listen, download, subscribe. JK That's Podcast. Right. 
And uh, thank you guys for listening in. And what are we always, Kyle? We are just joking. And we're always on the fly. So thank you guys for listening in. And y'all have a great day, evening, night, or morning.